0: Shalom, and welcome back to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the whole Bible each year, based on the weekly Torah portions. I am Harriet, your reader today. And today we have Monday, the 23rd of January, or the 1st of Shabbat, a new month on the Hebrew calendar. So we also have the Rosh Chodesh celebration today. This week we are in a parasha called Bo, and that means come. And the scripture reading is from Exodus, or Shemot, chapter 10, verses 12 through 23. Before we start reading, let's bless the Lord and thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth, and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. So from the Torah. Then the Lord said to Moshe, Stretch out your hand over the land of Mitzrayim for the locusts that they may come up on the land of Mitzrayim and eat every herb of the land, even all that the hail has left. So Moshe stretched out his staff over the land of Mitzrayim, and the Lord brought an east wind on the land all that day and all night, and when it was morning, the east wind brought the locusts. The locusts went up over all the land of Mitzrayim and rested in all the borders of Mitzrayim. They were very numerous. Before them there were no locusts as they, nor will there ever be again. For they covered the surface of the whole earth, so that the land was darkened, and they ate every herb of the land, and all the fruits of the trees which the hail had left. Thus nothing green was left on tree or herb of the field through all the land of Mitzrayim. Then Paro called for Moshe and Aharon in haste, and he said, I have sinned against the Lord your God and against you. Now therefore, please forgive my sin again and pray to the Lord your God that he may also take away from me this death. So he went out from Paro and prayed to the Lord. So the Lord sent an exceedingly strong west wind, which took up the locusts and drove them into the Red Sea. There remained not one locust in all the borders of Mitzrayim. Then the Lord said to Moshe, Stretch out your hand toward the sky, that there may be darkness over the land of Mitzrayim, even darkness which may be felt. So Moshe stretched out his hand toward the sky, and there was a thick darkness in all the land of Mitzrayim for three days. They did not... See one another, and nobody rose from his place for three days. But all the sons of Israel had light in their dwellings. That was Exodus 10, 12 through 23. Now because we have Rosh Chodesh, a new month, we have an extra reading from the Torah. And it will be Numbers twenty-eight, eleven through 15. At each Rosh Chodesh, you shall offer a burnt offering to the Lord two young bulls, one ram, seven male lambs, a year old without blemish, and three tenths of an ephah of fine flour for a grain offering mixed with oil for each bull, and two tenths parts of fine flour for a grain offering mixed with oil for the one ram, and one tenth part of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering to every lamb as a burnt offering of a pleasant aroma an offering made by fire to the Lord their drink offerings shall be half a hin of wine for a bull a third part of hin for the ram and the fourth part of a hin for the lamb this is the burnt offering of every rosh chodesh throughout the months of the year also, one male goat for a sin offering to the Lord shall be offered in addition to the continual burnt offering and its drink offering. That was Numbers, or Bamidbar, 28, 11 through 15. And now we have the portion from the prophets. We will read 1 Kings, or Melachim Aleph, chapter 11. Now, King Shlomo loved many foreign women, together with the daughter of Paro, women of the Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites, Sidonians and Hittites, from the nations concerning which the Lord said to the sons of Israel, You shall not go among them, neither shall they come among you, for surely they will turn away your heart after their gods. Shlomo joined to these in love, and he had seven hundred wives, princesses, and three hundred concubines, and his wives turned his heart away. For it came to pass, when Shlomo was old, that his wives turned away his heart after other gods, and his heart was not perfect with the Lord his God, as the heart of David his father was. For Shlomo went after Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Sidonians, and after Milkom, the abomination of the Ammonites. Shlomo did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord and did not go fully after the Lord, as David his father did. Then Shlomo built a high place for Chemosh, the abomination of Moab, on the mountain that is before Jerusalem and for Molech, the abomination of the children of Ammon. And likewise did he for all his foreign wives, who burnt incense and sacrificed to their gods. And the Lord was angry with Shlomo, because his heart was turned away from the Lord, the God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice, and had commanded him concerning this thing, that he should not go after other gods, But he did not keep that which the Lord commanded. And the Lord said to Shlomo, Because this is done by you, and you have not kept my covenant and my statutes which I have commanded you, I will surely tear the kingdom from you and will give it to your servant. Nevertheless, I will not do it in your days for David your father's sake, but I will tear it out of your son's hand. However, I will not tear away all the kingdom, but I will give one tribe to your son, for David my servant's sake, and for Jerusalem's sake, which I have chosen. And the Lord raised up an adversary to Shlomo, Hadad the Edomite. He was one of the king's offspring in Edom. For it came to pass, when David was in Edom. And Joab, the captain of the army, had gone up to bury the slain and had struck every male in a dome. For Joab and all Israel remained there six months until he had cut off every male in a dome. That Hadad fled, he and certain Edomites of his father's servants with him to go into Mitzrayim when Hadad was still a little child. They arose out of Midian and came to Paran, And they took men with them out of Paran, and they came to Egypt, to Paro, king of Misraim, who gave him a house, and appointed him food, and gave him land. Hadad found great favor in the sight of Paro, so that he gave him as wife the sister of his own wife, the sister of Tarpenes, the queen. And the sister of Tarpenes bore him Genubat, his son, um weaned in Paro's house, and Genobat was in Paro's house among the sons of Paro. But when Hadad heard in Mizraim that David slept with his fathers, and that Joab the captain of the army was dead, Hadad said to Paro, "Let me depart, that I may go to my own country." Then Paro said to him, "But what have you lacked with me, that behold?" You seek to go to your own country? And he answered, Nothing, however, only let me depart. Adod raised up an adversary to him, Retzon, the son of Eliada, who had fled from his lord Hadadezer, the king of Zobah. He gathered men to himself and became captain over a troop when David killed them of Zobah. And they went to Damascus and lived there. And reigned in Damascus, and he was an adversary to Israel all the days of Shlomo. In addition to the mischief of Hadad, and he abhorred Israel and reigned over Syria. Then Jeroboam, the son of Nevat, an Ephraimite of Zeredah, a servant of Shlomo, whose mother's name was Zerua, a widow, also lifted up his hand against the king. This was the reason why he lifted up his hand against the king. Shlomo built Milo and repaired the breach of his father David's city. The man Jeroboam was a mighty man of valor, and Shlomo saw the young man, that he was industrious, and he put him in charge over all the labor of the house of Joseph. And it came to pass at that time, when Jeroboam went out of Jerusalem, that the prophet Ahia, the Shilonite, found him on the way. Now Ahia had clad himself with a new garment, and the two of them were alone in the field. Ahia took the new garment that was on him and tore it in twelve pieces, and he said to Jeroboam, Take ten pieces, for the Lord the God of Israel says, Behold, I will tear the kingdom out of the hand of Shlomo and will give ten tribes to you. But he shall have one tribe, for my servant David's sake, and for Jerusalem's sake, the city which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel, because that they have forsaken me, and have worshipped Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Sidonians, Chemosh, the god of Moab, and Milcom, the god of the children of Ammon. They have not walked in my ways to do that which is right in my eyes, and to keep my statutes and my ordinances, as David his father did. However, I will not take the whole kingdom out of his hand, but I will make him prince all the days of his life. For David my servant's sake, whom I chose, who kept my mitzvot and my statutes. But I will take the kingdom out of his son's hand, and will give it to you, ten tribes. I will give one tribe to his son, that David my servant may have a lamp always before me in Yerushalayim, the city which I have chosen for myself to put my name there. And I will take you, and you shall reign according to all that your soul desires, and shall be king over Israel. And it shall be, if you will listen to all that I command you, and will walk in my ways, and do that which is right in my eyes." to keep my statutes and my mitzvot, as David my servant did, that I will be with you and will build you a sure house, as I built for David, and will give Israel to you. I will afflict the offspring of David for this, but not for ever. Shlomo sought therefore to kill Jeroboam, but Jeroboam arose and fled to Mitzrayim, to Shishka, king of Mitzrayim, and he was in Mitzrayim until the death of Shlomo. Now, the rest of the acts of Shlomo, and all that he did, and his wisdom, are they not written in the book of the acts of Shlomo? And the time that Shlomo reigned in Jerusalem over all Israel was forty years. And Shlomo slept with his fathers, and was buried in his father David's city. And Rehoboam, his son, reigned in his place that was first kings chapter 11 now our portion from the writings will be today psalm 111 and psalm 112 hallelujah i will give thanks to the lord with all my heart in the council of the upright and in the congregation The works of the Lord are great, pondered by all those who delight in them. His work is honor and majesty. His righteousness endures forever. He has caused His wonderful works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and merciful. He has given food to those who fear Him. He always remembers His covenant. He has shown His people the power of His works in giving them a heritage of the nations. The works of his hands are truth and justice. All his precepts are sure. They are established forever and ever. They are done in truth and uprightness. He has sent redemption to his people. He has ordained his covenant forever. His name is holy and awesome. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All those who do his work have a good understanding. His praise endures forever. Hallelujah! Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in his mitzvot. His offspring will be mighty in the land. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in his house, His righteousness endures forever. Light dawns in the darkness for the upright, gracious, merciful, and righteous. It is well with a man who deals graciously and lends. He will maintain his cause in judgment, for he will never be shaken. The righteous will be remembered forever. He will not be afraid of evil news. His heart is steadfast Trusting in the Lord. His heart is established. He will not be afraid in the end when he sees his adversaries. He has dispersed. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn will be exalted with honor. The wicked will see it and be grieved. He shall gnash with his teeth and melt away. The desire of the wicked will perish. That was Psalms or Tehilim 111 and 112. And now we have reached our final scripture portion for today from the Apostolic Writings. And we will read Luke chapter 22 verses 39 through 71. And he came out and went, as his custom was, to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples also followed him. And when he was at the place, he said to them, Pray that you do not enter into temptation. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's throw, and he knelt down and prayed, saying, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Then an angel from heaven appeared to him, strengthening him. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. Then his sweat became like great drops of blood falling down on the ground. When he rose up from his prayer, he came to the disciples and found them sleeping because of grief, and said to them, Why do you sleep? Rise and pray that you may not enter into temptation. And while he was still speaking, behold, a multitude, and he who was called Yehuda, one of the twelve, was leading them. He came near to Yeshua to kiss him. But Yeshua said to him, "Yehuda, do you betray the Son of Man with a kiss? When those who were around him saw what was about to happen, They said to him, Lord, shall we strike with the sword? And a certain one of them struck the servant of the Kohen Gadol and cut off his right ear. But Yeshua answered and said, Let me at least do this. And he touched his ear and healed him. Then Yeshua said to the chief Kohanim, captains of the temple and elders who had come against him, Have you come out as against a robber, with swords and clubs? When I was with you in the temple daily, you did not stretch out your hands against me. But this is your hour, and the power of darkness. And having arrested him, they led him away, and brought him into the house of the Kohen Gadol. And Kepha followed from a distance. Now when they had kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard, and had sat down together, Kepha sat among them. And a certain servant girl saw him as he sat in the light, and looking intently at him, said, This man also was with him. But he denied him, saying, Woman, I do not know him. And after a little while someone else saw him and said, You also are one of them. But Kepha said, Man, I'm not. Then after about one hour had passed, another was firmly insisting, saying, Truly this man also was with him, for he is a Galilean. But Kepha said, Man, I do not know what you are talking about. And immediately, when he was still speaking, a rooster crowed. And the Lord turned and looked at Kepha. Then Kepha remembered the Lord's word, how he had said to him, Before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. And he went out and wept bitterly. Now the men who were holding Yeshua were mocking him and beating him. And having blindfolded him, they struck him on the face and asked him, Prophesy, who is the one who struck you? And they spoke many other things against him, blaspheming him. And when it became day, the assembly of the elders of the people were gathered together, both chief Kohanim and Torah teachers, and they led him away into their council, saying, If you are the Mashiach, tell us. But he said to them, If I tell you, you will not believe, and if I ask, you will in no way answer me or let me go. From now on, the Son of Man will be seated at the right hand of the power of God. Then they all said, Are you then the Son of God? So he said to them, You say that I am. And they said, What further testimony do we need? For we ourselves have heard from his own mouth. That was Luke 22, 39-71. However, if you are reading through the apostolic writings twice this year, you would also read Philippians chapter 3 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. It's been a privilege. I love reading the Word of God and knowing that all these busy moms are out there listening, as well as many other people we know. So I pray that the Word has been a blessing to you today. Shalom for now from Israel. Until next time.